We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Field of 68. Field of 68 till I die. You got somebody, hey, Jeff, shut up. Hell no. I'm sorry, man. I blacked out for a second. <laughs> this is Alabama coach Nate Oates. When we're not playing, I watch Field of 68's After Dark Show. This is coach Bruce Pearl. I love the Field of 68 After Dark Show. This is Duke head coach John Shire. Check out Field of 68 After Dark. This is Xavier head coach Sean Miller. I highly encourage you to take a look at After Dark. Now listen to you guys every morning when I'm getting ready. This is Field of 68 After Dark. We are here at McIntyre's in downtown Houston, Texas, home of the Final Four, home of the National Championship game. On Monday night, Randolph Childers, Tyler Hansbrough, two ACC legends, Rob Doster. I don't know that I'd call you a legend. A no living, offense. a literally legend. Yeah, I don't know literally that I. Legend. I don't know that I'd go there to be honest. I've seen the numbers. I've I have a record. I have a record. You, you have a couple different records. I have a, no one has got kicked off the team more than I have in the history of Vassar College. <laughs> I mean, twice. Yeah, there's twice. an on, there's an on the court record and an off the court record, my friend. My name is Greg that's Waddell. That's actually true. That's actually true. We don't have to saying. talk about that. I'm Greg Waddell. We're presented as always by Bet Rivers and by Underdog Fantasy. We're gonna do some previews for the big game tomorrow night. Uh, Tyler, we've had you on the show last. 30 minutes or so. I want to go to you first here. San Diego State, UConn. Everybody views UConn as the heavy favorite in this game. Our friends at Bet Rivers have this game. It opened as a six-point spread for UConn. It's been bet all the way up to eight points. Now, I mean, that's, that's rare for so much movement in such a big game. Do you think that UConn should have their way with San Diego State? No. I think of all the, the teams in the Final Four, I think San Diego State uh, presents the biggest problem for UConn. And I understand UConn's dominant, they're rolling, but the physicality and the way they play defense and also experience. Experience plays a big factor in this. I think their average age is like 23. They have grown men. And so I think that uh, they're going to be able to, you know, physically present, you know, some strength, and defensive-wise, some um, you know some problems that they haven't seen yet. If they can take Jordan Hawkins, if they can slow him down and then slow Sonogo down and put him in positions where he has to guard uh, on the outside a little bit, I think San Diego State could have a ch- could have a shot. RC, I, I don't disagree with a word that the title said. I, I expect UConn to win. 
I think they'll win. Um, but I do think from a physical standpoint, even though I picked Miami before, I said that. I'm on the record for that. I thought Miami guard play would be the difference. It wasn't. The physicality of UConn from the start, you could see it. Sonogo was dominant. They had no answer between he and Klingon. I don't understand for San Diego, one, because of the age and experience he talked about. And then second, they have the depth on the front line that nobody's going to stop these guys, but they have the physicality and depth to make it interesting. So they're a defensive-oriented team, and uh, I, I think they'll they'll give them a chance. I think they'll give themselves a fighting chance. Yeah, it just my, depends on who scores. So I thought Miami Miami started a half too late. They looked, They were the only team yesterday that looked like they were a little bit nervous coming out the gates, that didn't play their best in the first half. Was that team-wide, though? Because uh, from my eye, genuinely, the reason they looked nervous to me was just that Isaiah Wong was missing shots he normally makes. I, I thought a couple of things happened. Like, I think we can be honest. I'm not fearful of Sonogo beating me from three. Yeah. Right? That's not a fear. Mm -hmm. He goes out. First three minutes of the game, he bangs two threes. Look behind you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. Sonogo bangs two threes. <laughs> you weren't expecting that. That just opened it up and lose, loosened up everything for UConn. I thought Wong forced a few shots, didn't make them, and they were a little bit tight early. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys say about UConn? We're coming for number five. Dan Hill, these guys ready to play. Your take was freezing cold the other day in New York City, right? <laughs> it was freezing cold. We keep receipts on that shit. <laughs> hey, and I, and I own it. And I own it. <laughs> Listen, right. I'm, I'm not going to lie. UConn fans are a terrifying entity. When you combine them together, I'm afraid of them as I sit here in a San Diego State yeah, jersey. You're the only San Diego State fan in here right now. And by the way, to be clear, I hate San Diego State. <laughs> it's like my least favorite team in the country. You just don't like I'm me. doing this because I do not want to see you happy. But here's the problem. All that energy... It's half empty in the student section, Rob. You'd admit that. Where were the UConn students last night? There was a line of storms that came through the East Coast. All the flights were canceled. Oh, so they're going to be there Monday? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie to the people. Yes, we'll we see. Are, we are a we'll show of integrity, my we'll friend. See. But so back to Miami. I don't know. RC, uh, Tyler, you guys might be able to answer this better than me. I don't know how much of what happened in that first half was Miami not playing well versus UConn making them not play well. I think it's more of UConn. I thought defensively they got after Because if, if you look at what the teams that they played in this tournament have done, Gonzaga had their worst offensive game of the season against UConn. St. Mary's had their worst offensive game of the season against UConn. It's a trend. So was that just UConn being great defensively, Tyler, or was that Miami struggling? What, what, what was the result of that in the first half? I think UConn doesn't get the credit defensively that they deserve. They've been pretty pretty dominant defensively. Uh, but it's a combination. I mean, Sonogo hitting those two early threes, like Randolph said, you could tell, um, you know, the game plan for Miami was to have Omir sit in the lane and kind of let Sonogo out. And as soon as he hit those two shots. It changes the game plan. Like, now you're like. It's demoralizing when you. He hit one. He comes down the next possession, hits another one, and it's like. All right, we got to reevaluate well, this. When you take your scouting report and you throw it away in the first two minutes of the game and you're looking over the coaching staff, hey, we're supposed to let him shoot. 
Yeah, yeah it's going to ruin a little bit of your confidence. Uh, but, yeah, to me, UConn doesn't get the credit defensively they deserve. But also, they clean up the boards. Uh, they're very good on the uh, rebounding team. Hey, so Tyler, it's tough. What, do you, what do you think of Adama as an NBA player? Like, what, where do you see him fitting in the Sonogo? league? Yeah, Sonogo. Uh, Man, I, I just think that – You can say uh, no You can because I don't, I don't know where he fits right now. I think he'll be in college next year, and I just think it's not uh, – At UConn? I, don't, I, I think he'll be in college. You never know nowadays. In college. But <laughs> in college. <laughs> if they win, saying. I mean, I hope he's back I'm at UConn. Saying. Hey. But see, you see what he's doing right now, listen, right? Hey. You see what he's doing. You got to pick one. <laughs> Donovan Clean or Adama Sonogo next year? So, Tyler, we're talking about Adama Sonogo, what he's going to be in the Oh, I'm, okay, you can answer, but we're going back to this next. But back to Tyler. He's not. He's, he doesn't fit the NBA right now. Yeah. I don't think that's like a knock to uh, Sonogo. I mean, he's a hell of a player, but it's small ball. And they want, like, if, if, he's, if they are centered, they want somebody who's 7'2", that can set a screen and go to the rim. And I, I said this about that front court lineup and I don't think it's it's just I don't I, I've said this to Rob and I've said this to Greg I think this UConn team and credit to them I think they'll win it I think they're the best team they're the betting favorite but I don't think I, I, I say this team is like an NFL team that's gonna that knows they're gonna have salary cap issues next year and I don't believe between Adama Sonogo coming back and clinging, wanting to play more, those two again, it's going to be tough to keep that together. I, I don't. I, I just think it's fair to say I don't know anything. I'm not trying to have any hot takes or anything else. It's honest, but it's, it's just honest. an honest assessment honest. of if I'm Donovan clinging, he's played well enough to next year say, particularly if they win it, he'll yeah. play a major role in it. Do I sign up for that again next year? Well, I don't. I don't know if he will. So I, I think that if you're clinging, the decision isn't going to be, do I come back and start at UConn or do I come back and back up Adama Sonogo? I think his decision is, do I go to the NBA or do I stay in college? Because I think he's done enough where, I mean, look, Tyler, you played against Walker, you played against Walker Kessler like in practice. You worked out against him. Donovan Klingen? Klingen, yeah, Donovan Klingon is Walker Kessler. No, not not no, not I, yet, not yet. So can I can I say this though? Because I love the Walker Kessler Donovan Klingon comparison. I think it's spot on. Part of the reason I think it's spot on is that Walker Kessler had to transfer in order to show everything he could do at the college level for oh, a year. Boy. There was there was stuff that he did, Kessler did to say at Auburn and made you say that validated himself as a first-round draft But pick. we didn't know Walker Kessler no, 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 was no, no, Walker no, 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 no. Kessler. I'm not debating with you. Yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, I yeah, completely yeah. agree with what you're saying. I'm only saying it's about clinging. Yep. Mm-hmm. As far as him now, whether it's that I think the talk about him going pro is just a little premature. I don't know if I'd have him as a first-round draft pick right now. I, I hear what you're saying. I think that there is going to be a team. You don't, you don't have to be a consensus first-round pick. You got to be a guy that one team will bet on, and I'm telling you that if there if he goes pro, right. there's going to be a team that bets on him as a first round. Then pick he should go be, then because of what Walker Kessler has done. You're right. The no, thing, no, no, no. The thing about no, thing about Donovan, what he's done. 
Yeah, forget, well, forget the comp. Because of what he what 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 he's done, the success that Walker Kessler's had, and when you're an NBA team and you've seen a guy in that mold having that success in the NBA, it makes it that much easier to take a risk. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. Same thing with Andre Jackson. I don't think there's going to be a consensus on what he is as a player. But there's going to be one team that sees it, that athleticism and says, yeah, you know what? I can fix the jumper. And let, me, let me ask you this. In talking about clinging. Well, not first round, not like top 45, top 50. No, no, no. Andre, That's a big difference, uh, yeah, though. Andre, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre will get, Andre will get a guaranteed deal. Oh, no, no. I'm not talking yeah. Andre athletically matches up. Yeah. You can find a spot for a guy that thinks defensively and an elite athlete. Yes. I think people more... find a roster for him. I'm su- I'm more sure right now of what I'm going to get out of Jackson than I would out of Klingon. I think Absolutely. there's more suitors for Klingon, well, though. I think that plays into Klingon. And it, the reason I say that is because, one, this is one of the weakest drafts we've had in a while yes. uh, if you take away the top three picks. But also, if you there's going to be a team that looks at Klingon and says, we might be able to get this guy in the first round. But if he comes back to college next year and he shows a little more athleticism and he works on his body and improves his footwork, we're talking about a team probably taking him top 15. And there would be somebody in the 20 to 30 range just be like, let's get him now and and let's work on that. that Somebody can do that, but the difference is taking him in the G League and putting him in the G League. I'm only speaking of if 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 I'm advising Klingon. The question for him is... If he comes back to UConn with the talent that they're going to have and he elevates his game, and I believe he will, now I think he slides up in a lottery, gives himself more of an opportunity, yes, more of an investment in him. If he comes out this year, I think he goes to a playoff team, hypothetically, you know, this like the Lakers. He yeah. ain't playing there. He's not a play, play now he's guy. Not, he's not going to play there. So now he's going to the G League well, where that's, that's it's why, him miss. That's why I think that he ends up coming back to UConn next season. For There's a couple reasons. One, he grew up in Connecticut. He's, he's one but of us. that's predicated one of us. on the point we talked yeah. about, whether Sedano yeah. comes back. Two, I think that the money that he'll be able to make NIL – is going to be enough to, to make it worthwhile to come back knowing, okay, I can make X amount of dollars, and if I come back, the guaranteed money I get from getting picked might be 2X, might be 2.5X. Like, you get but, way more being a top 14 pick than you do being a top 25. You know what I'm the, saying? the option we haven't talked about, guys, whether or not we want to go there, whether we think it's bad for the sport or just bad in general to project this on a kid, the option we haven't talked about is it's not just NBA or UConn, it's the transfer portal. Well, no, it's, it's, it's going to happen. Let's be clear. I, my guy, what's my guy with the loud mouth back here with the jersey on? Let's be clear. I think, I'll say this, and I don't think this is a hot take. Adama Sonogo and Klingon will be back in college next year. Both will be. And they will not be on the same team. Correct. I don't think it's a hot take at all. It's, it's just facts. It's not. It's impossible. Correct. You can't. It's like it's like yeah, investing in two, two so, number one. So with that you said, you can't have two great quarterbacks. You can't. You can't, you can't invest in two it's, number one receivers and pay them that money. So the field of twelve. This is JJ McCarthy, K. McNamara. <laughs> we did it for nine months. I had to talk about it as a Michigan Wolverine. And so I ask you this, Rob Doster, who do you want as your UConn center next year? Adama Sanoga or, or Donovan Klingon? I I want one of them. 
I don't think it matters, to be completely frank. I just don't want both of them to go pro. Like, can we get one of y'all? One, one of them will stay. One of you them will one. You'll get one. You'll get one. I would love to run this back and keep them both. That seems like it's a uh, It's just impossible. A, a when you're natty. Thing, no. And get one and then look, figure hey, it out. I got hey. something. Go to Tyler. Go to Tyler. You, do you have something? You look like you're going to say something. No, no. I, I mean, I would. I think one of them will be back at UConn yes, yeah. for sure. One of them will be back. Once back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's put him on the spot. Which one does he want? Well, that's what I'm trying to ask him. He's talking. <laughs> and he's to, I'll answer for him because I'll just be honest. The answer is Donovan Klingon. And you can look at his face and see whether it's a yes or a no. Adamas and no goes awesome. He's the best player in this Final Four. He's likely going to lead you to a national championship. This. And the answer is still Donovan Klingon. Hey, I'll say this. Adamas if I got Klingon for two years, I'd agree with you. If I only got one for one more year, I'm taking the All-American. You know how much it would hurt him if Donovan Klingon went to North Carolina and was the star No, it wouldn't hurt me if he went to North Carolina. It would hurt me if he went to Georgetown or if he went to Providence. If he goes to North Carolina, look, go ahead, man. You ain't got to deal with him. Y'all need to help. You can go sit behind Armando Baycott. All right. Well, on that note, I hope that's what happens because I want to see this man devastated, okay? That's my only goal for the next 48 hours. Devastated uh, counting my fifth ring. Yeah, counting the fifth <laughs> ring. It is what it is. I'm rocking. I'm literally not changing out of this shirt in the next 48 hours. <laughs> Coming up next on the Field 68 Live from the Final Four, we spent a lot of time last night talking about whether or not UConn is a historically dominant team or if this is a historically dominant run. I'm going to ask Tyler Hansbro that next on the Field of 68. You know what the best part about the end of the college basketball season is? That signifies the start of spring, the start of summer, the start of hot weather, the start of late nights, the start of weekends on the water, and the best way to stay refreshed during the summer months is with Hornitos Ranch Water, a premium sparkling cocktail with a balance of freshly squeezed lime paired with smooth tequila notes. Hornitos Tequila is a 100% agave premium tequila from the lowlands of Jalisco. It's specifically from the town of Tequila. Originating from one of the most historic distilleries, Hornitos paved the way for all future tequila brands, starting with the tequila name. An official partner of the Houston Astros, you can buy Hornitos Ranch Water in a can, or you can come to Houston's best sports bar, Little Woodrow's in Edo, and get a fresh, handmade cocktail with Hornitos Tequila. There is nothing better on a warm spring day than Hornitas Ranch Water and a Houston Astros baseball game. Here, Field of 68 live from Houston, Texas. The national championship game is tomorrow. San Diego State, UConn, Rob Doster, Randolph Childress, Tyler Hansrow. My name is Greg Waddell. Brought to you, as always, by Bet Rivers and by Underdog Fantasy. Gentlemen, it's been an awesome week. We got a buzzer beater last night. We got a dominant performance from a dominant team, quite frankly. And that's what I want to ask about. We have, in my opinion, one of the best players. We had you ranked second, as I alluded to, in the last 20 years in college basketball. Tyler Hansbro is right here. Who was first? Jalen Brunson. Two titles. Two titles. That's, it's a different question. No, no, Tyler's no. Tyler's sitting here like, man, the fuck am I doing on this show right now? <laughs> Players, hey, it, if it's if we're talking, who am I drafting? It's a different answer. I don't know. I get it. I if we're talking, RC, best college basketball player the last twenty years. Go. I, it's hard to argue against Brunson's accomplishment. I, I was, I was gonna say who's been better than this guy, but 
Two titles have to matter. Two titles in the National Player of the Year. It's just tough. It's, it's got to respect that. that. Regardless, we already did this, okay, folks? The point is, I want to bring up the discussion we had last night. Right. This was a, a hotly debated discussion. I got some shit thrown at me on Twitter. It is what it is. But we were arguing, is UConn a dominant team? Historically, in the last 20 years, every national champion we've seen in 20 years, is UConn historically dominant and relevant in that conversation, or is this a dominant run? Meaning, they've gotten some breaks along the way, the competition they've played, etc., has allowed them to win games in a dominant fashion where they're creating separation I, and I, performing at a high level. End of the day, I don't care whether it's a dominant run, whatever we say. If they win the natty, you're talking about three of their five by three different coaches. But that's the program. I'm talking this team. I'm not here to argue the program. I, I don't think anybody's going to have any dynasties anymore. I don't think there's going to be many quote-unquote back-to-back with guys. We, we, the reason we're having this conversation about Klingon and Sonoma not being, uh, Sonogo not being back next year is because of the success and the times in today's portal. A team wins the title. You go back to any team that wins the title. They're not going back, staying in school and all those things together three and four years. Them days are over. They're just over. Yeah. I also don't think it matters. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We can sit here no. and we can argue no. about UConn is dominant. UConn's not dominant. They're dominant this year. UConn's They're dominant whatever. in this okay, tournament. Great tournament. They're dominant the in here and now. This. The bottom line is this. They're playing for a national title. Yeah, but fell- of course they are, fellas. That's not what matters. We're hosting a live show where we do 20 <laughs> hours in a week. We're going to talk about this. Of course it doesn't matter. They- this is not some all-time great team. That's they- what I'm asking. No, no. That's they're dominant. Asking. They're dominant. You give them respect for that. This isn't a team you're going to look at and say, oh, my God, you got – you know, this isn't the Anthony Davis team in college. You look up and there's going to be yeah. so many NBA guys in it having these long all-star careers. That's not what this team is. This so is let's, a- let's go to Tyler because you, you played on one of the teams I would consider in the running for the best team in the last 25 years, right? You were in an era where I think there's multiple teams, whether it's your team at North Carolina or whether it's others in that era. Like, you, you've seen the best of the best. Where does this UConn team rank? So I think my freshman year, Florida – when they had Noah, Horford, Corey Brewer, those guys, they won it back-to-back. I don't think we've seen a team do it since them. Uh, But I do think if, listen, this isn't just a dominant run. I think they've been a pretty good team all year. And I think if this team, you know, if we're talking about, you know, good teams over the year, you know, I I think UConn would be one of the best teams. Even before the tournament, we filled out a bracket and had UConn winning. And a lot, some teams can get hot in the tournament, kind of like Carolina did last year. But as far as a dominant team, I, I, don't, I wouldn't put them in, like, you know, a top 15 dominant team in the Middle past the 20 pack, years. Right? Like we feel good about them as a champion. I, I would tell you this. I said coming to the Final Four, if UConn doesn't win this national championship, they're going to look bad because I think they're that much better than every team here. And I think San Diego State, the only reason I'm standing up for San Diego State is because I don't like everyone's just predicting UConn just to go steamroll San Diego State. And so that's my only argument is... You know who probably likes everybody predicting UConn to steamroll San Diego State? 
Brian Dutcher probably loves that. Of course. I bet he loves that. I bet he is playing every clip. If I was him, I would go find every clip of us, of ESPN, of Robbie Hummel, of CBS Sports. Everybody that says that San Diego State's going to get beat, I'd be playing it. That's what we'd be watching is our pregame film. We're not doing a pregame film I, session. I don't know why you're saying of us. I got San Diego State by 27 tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, I don't know what I you're talking about. I don't uh, know what you're talking I respect about. it. <laughs> okay. I'm just yeah, saying. You're, you're good. That's I'm, a nice That's a nice jersey. Listen, I'm going to war with you. It is what it is, okay? <laughs> Either you will come out a champion or I will come out a champion, and I'm claiming this championship. You got it a 50-50 chance, brother. I got a 50-50 chance, my dog. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, so uh, I thank you for your answer on where they're at as a team because that's one half of this conversation. The other half of this conversation is the run because I, I do think there's a separation in just concept of – Dominant team versus dominant run. This has been a dominant run. Make no mistake about it. When you win every single game by double digits, I mean, we do not see that often in this sport. But as we have talked about on this very show, one of the biggest things that contributes to a dominant run is quote-unquote luck. Who do you get to play? What happens in those games? I mentioned it last night. This was a close game. It was a tie game, essentially, against St. Mary's. One of their starting five goes down, and then they blew them out in the second half. Every other game has been dominant from UConn. It has been what it is. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Before you say that, they were losing at halftime to Iona. They were. They were losing at halftime to Iona. They were. It was a close game with Arkansas in the first half. Same thing with Gonzaga. Arkansas. Yeah, and they, they turned it on. Like, I, I get what you're saying. And they have been fortunate in the way that the schedule is broken out. Like, let's just call it what it is. They haven't played a team higher than a three seed. They haven't played a one seed or a two seed. This entire event, they've been fortunate with the way that it broke down. But that's the nature of the tournament. That's what happens, right? And, and, and look, let's be perfectly honest. I want you on the record right now. Your reputation is on the line. Oh, Jesus. If, if this Dukas kid, who you, ne- <laughs> you, you had never heard of, Never oh, heard stop it. His back stop. Hurt. You, you know me of, better than that. I've heard, heard of Alex Dukas. Before his back got hurt. Stop it. If he's healthy that whole game, you honestly think that St. Mary's is beating this UConn team? Rob, you, you know well that I bet UConn money line at halftime of that game. Okay. UConn was going to win that game. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. But I, listen, they had some trouble this tournament is my point. And for us to say – Oh, we haven't seen a team run through the tournament field. I don't think that's accurate because, to your point, this was a dogfight against Iona in round one. This was a dogfight against St. Mary's in round two. And whether you like it or not, Gonzaga and Miami, both very good teams, have horrible defenses. It is what it is. My man, my man. They beat Iona by 24. What the fuck is a dogfight in a 24-point game? It was they whooped everybody ass by double figures. Bottom they, line, it's 40 minutes. It's not a half. It's not three. You, you realized that 40 minutes. You realized that Rick Pitino literally signed the papers at halftime to go to St. John's <laughs> of that game. Right. Am I wrong? Yes. <laughs> he signed him after the game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Listen, somebody has to fight the good fight here, okay? I'm just trying to do it. But do you, do, do you understand what I'm saying on dominant run versus dominant team? Because you've been on It's a dominant both. run. 
It's a dominant run. Everybody agrees with you. Nobody's debating that. It's a dominant run. Okay, then great. You're just sitting here yelling to yell. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just like, I mean, okay, what happens if they win by 30 tomorrow night? Does our opinion change on that? No, No, they cut down the nets. No. They cut down the nets. They They tie the string around their hat, and we all go home. You go home sad, crying. I got to deal with Rob. Yeah. You got to deal with my ass. Until next year. For nine months, oh baby. My oh, my God. Oh. Tyler, you better say bye to RC. This is the last time you're going to see him. <laughs> I'm going to go home tonight. I'm going to type up my email and write it. <laughs> and I'm going to decide it from now until whenever. It's like that tweet when you type, you type it up and you got to think about it before you hit send. <laughs> I've already thought about this one. If I got to deal with him, <laughs> with them as a nat- as UConn as a national champion, every yeah. time y'all introduce me now, just play my little <laughs> sliding down. Just sliding out of my chair. Uh, it, okay. it, is, it is funny seeing you try to slide out of this I chair. Know. I'm just going to fall back. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> if, you're, if your national championship team played this UConn team. Stop it. Seven game series. Stop it. Oh, this is a good question. Seven game series. Stop it. What's the result? Stop it. No, Just hey, be honest. T, T, you be gotta honest. be, you gotta be honest. honest. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't have, <laughs> get the broom. Get the broom. He's right. He's right. Oh, we had Ty Lawson, Wayne Ellington, Danny get Green, Tyler stop, Zeller, stop, stop, Ed Davis. Don't do that. Tyler. Don't do that. You're taking their confidence already. Don't do that. Don't do that. Tyler. Stop, stop, stop. stop. You said 4 0. I, I would say four. We talk, who, who's guarding Ty? He named the whole, the whole line. Who's, who's guarding you? Well, we we also have Tyler I, Zeller, I agree with who do, people don't talk about. Pro I agree with Ed them. Davis, uh, Danny Green, stop, Wayne stop. Ellington. You're taking that confidence, man. We want this group hey, confident t- tomorrow. You're right. Ain't nobody debating that. There's right. levels to this. I would say. There's levels to this. I would say they might steal one, but we're talking about like a one-eight match. It'll be a gentleman sweep at best. Yeah. We're talking about like a one-eight matchup. Gentlemen sweep yeah, at yeah, best. Yeah. Okay. okay. After you guys got up three zero. Hey, that's all I needed. I'm glad I got that validation. That's all I needed. Just humble Rob Doster a little a bit. Little that's bit. what we just did. You, hey, UConn's a dominant team this year, but the one thing in San Diego State, I think, if if UConn does lose tomorrow, it, it's going to look bad. It, it's not even going to have this talk, but. There is a matchup I'm looking for because I think San Diego State, if you watch the second half, especially towards the end of the game, when they put Ladige at the elbow and he, they gave him some freedom, I think if he can do that against Sonogo, I think it's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, that's a matchup I'm looking for. But if they have a mismatch there and he gets Adama in, in foul trouble, I think it could be a close ball game. Yeah. I'm being serious. I, you know what's funny about their starting lineups? I think they need to change the starting lineup and start him. Yeah. And put Mensa athletically up against Klingon. Mm. Instead, uh, instead of starting my mobile athletic guy against their physical guy, they have the ability to invert their bigs or change their bigs and match up with UConn that way. Yeah. I don't hate that, to be honest. Uh, all right, you heard it here first. Tyler Hansborough, Randolph Childress. There is a path to San Diego State winning this game. There's Regardless of what this man would say, the Aztecs are out here in Houston, Having Texas. said that, though, I'm going for UConn. Oh. I know I'm not going. I think they're going to win. Well, I don't go for them only because of Rob. But RC, let me rock, okay? I'm, I'm sorry. I respect you. I'll I'm get out of your way, but come on. 
Uh, all right, coming up, we're going to bring the three-man weave onto the show to break down how to bet this national championship. That's next here in Houston, Texas, from the Field of 68 at the Final Four. Today's episode of the Field of 68 After Dark is presented by our partners over at Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play college basketball pick'em where you can win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's Final Four games. And pick them, all you do is pick whether a player will go higher or lower on underdogs' projected totals, whether it's points or rebounds or assists or all of them combined. If you're like me and you think Adama Sonogo is going to go nuts this weekend, pick higher on his points projection, pick higher on his rebounds projection, maybe throw in a lower on Matt Bradley's scoring totals, a higher on Isaiah Wong, whatever it is that you like. Put them all together, and if you hit them all, then you can win as much as 20 times your money on a single game. Underdog Slick Mobile app is easy enough that dummies like Jeff Goodman have even figured out how to use it. So go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the code FIELD, that's F-I-E-L-D. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know what the best part about the end of the college basketball season is? That signifies the start of spring, the start of summer, the start of hot weather, the start of late nights, the start of weekends on the water, and the best way to stay refreshed during the summer months is with Hornitos Ranch Water, a premium sparkling cocktail with a balance of freshly squeezed lime paired with smooth tequila notes. Hornitos Tequila is a 100% agave premium tequila from the lowlands of Jalisco. It's specifically from the town of Tequila. Originated from one of the most historic distilleries, Hornitos paved the way for all future tequila brands, starting with the tequila name. An official partner of the Houston Astros, you can buy Hornitos Ranch Water in a can, or you can come to Houston's best sports bar, Little Woodrow's in Edo, and get a fresh, handmade cocktail with Hornitos Tequila. There is nothing better on a warm spring day than Hornitos Ranch Water and a Houston Astros baseball game. You guys ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument, that your takes weren't hot, they were just right? 
Well, I have an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all of your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest one in the room. Vaulted is also releasing a final four competition called their last four pool. What amounts to a hot take challenge, it has a $5,000 prize pool. Who doesn't like free money? I like free money. So if you like free money like me, then go and download the Vaulted app at the link below. Sign up for your free three-month trial and store your predictions now and forever. Today's episode of The Field of 68 After Dark is presented by our partners over at Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play college basketball pick'em where you can win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's Final Four games. And pick them, all you do is pick whether a player will go higher or lower on underdog's projected totals, whether it's points or rebounds or assists or all of them combined. If you're like me and you think Adama Sonogo is going to go nuts this weekend, pick higher on his points projection, pick higher on his rebounds projection, maybe throw in a lower on Matt Bradley's scoring totals, a higher on Isaiah Wong, whatever it is that you like. Put them all together, and if you hit them all, then you can win as much as 20 times your money on a single game. Underdog's Slick Mobile app is easy enough that dummies like Jeff Goodman have even figured out how to use it. So go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the code FIELD, that's F-I-E-L-D, to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. You know what the best part about the end of the college basketball season is? That signifies the start of spring, the start of summer, the start of hot weather, the start of late nights, the start of weekends on the water, and the best way to stay refreshed during the summer months is with Hornitos Ranch Water, a premium sparkling cocktail with a balance of freshly squeezed lime paired with smooth tequila notes. Hornitos Tequila is a 100% agave premium tequila from the lowlands of Jalisco. It's specifically from the town of Tequila. Originating from one of the most historic distilleries, Hornitos paved the way for all future tequila brands, starting with the tequila name. An official partner of the Houston Astros, you can buy Hornitos Ranch Water in a can, or you can come to Houston's best sports bar, Little Woodrow's in Edo, and get a fresh, handmade cocktail with Hornitos Tequila. There is nothing better on a warm spring day than Hornitos Ranch Water and a Houston Astros baseball game. You guys ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument? That your takes weren't hot? They were just right? Well, I have an answer to all of your problems. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all of your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove that you are, in fact, the smartest one in the room. Vaulted is also releasing a Final Four competition called their last four pool. What amounts to a hot take challenge, it has a $5,000 prize pool. Who doesn't like free money? I like free money. So if you like free money like me, then go and download the Vaulted app at the link below. Sign up for your free three-month trial and store your predictions now and forever. Field of 68 live here from Houston, Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, we've waited about... 
I don't know, 124 hours over the last five days to give you your betting preview for the national championship. We brought on the best in the business. It's the three-man weave, and I'll be completely honest with you from a personal standpoint, gentlemen. I've been waiting about three years to force my way into a tryout to make this the four-man weave. I feel under the gun. I feel nervous. I'm jittery right now. We'll see how this goes. Kai McEwen, Matt Cox, Jim Root, I'm Greg Waddell. We are brought to you as always by Bet Rivers and by Underdog Fantasy here from McIntyre's in Houston, Texas. UConn, San Diego State. This game opened up as a six-point spread. It has already jumped all the way to eight with our friends at Bet Rivers. Let's go to our leadoff hitter, Matt Cox. What do you make of this? I think the smart guys in the room got this one right, Mr. Waddell. Uh, we sit there in the post-game press conference last night listening to Jimmy Laranega discuss his team's disastrous loss to UConn, and as I'm sitting there hearing him discuss everything that transpired, I see the line climbing inch by inch. I think UConn's the right side. Um, I took UConn first half against Miami. I was worried about that Miami pressure second half. That got Houston. They got Auburn. UConn didn't matter. They're just too good. They're kind of invincible, immune to that sort of stuff. I think the script plays out the same way as last night with maybe a scare in the second half, maybe. So UConn first stanza. First half's my best bet tomorrow. I like it, Jim. I think Matt has a great idea there. I think UConn rolls both halves. So if you want to bet first half, second half, full game, I'm okay Are you with telling that. me we have a stinker on our hands of a national title game? Is yeah, that what we're going with? I've had that opinion since yes. UConn won the Elite Eight game. Hey, Greg, I don't know if you remember this, but I was up close and personal at the Elite Eight. I was sidelined <laughs> at, at the West Region watching them beat down Gonzaga. And I, I was worried. I was like, if we go to this Final Four, this could be a huge blowout both sides. I, th I said UConn will win both their games by 30-plus. They won by 13. I thought it was going to be about 18 in that game, and they're keeping it somewhat balanced. But, man, they have been awesome through this tournament, and you have 48 hours to prepare for UConn. UConn has everything you can imagine. They have post-up game. They have Jordan Hawkins, who will be healthier in the second game. He'll be able to run off screens all over the Way place. Off the calamari, Jordan. You got to deal with yeah. Let's not call out restaurants, Matt. Yeah, kind of world class by Goodman there. Wherever you had calamari, I don't know. Also, to be extremely Astros. clear, Astros. to be extremely clear, I attempted to DoorDash the calamari. Well, yeah, you're the guy yeah, that tried Jordan to have Hawkins six sick. monsters after well, Matthew Meyer did. My health habits are not under the gun here, okay? The point is they would not DoorDash to this location. Your health habits are always under the gun with the way you <laughs> behave, but no. Understood. So that's. I think the short prep time is a real problem against UConn. There's just too many things to worry about. You have to figure out your post coverage against the no-go. Then what do you do about continuous off-ball screens for Hawkins? And then Newton's been fantastic on the ball, even when Jackson got in foul trouble last game. I know the line is high. I know it's been bet up. I still have to say UConn continues this double-digit roll. Kai, I think it's seven and a half, eight. I'm still a Husky. I know you want to see Jonathan the Husky. I do. But uh, we, are, we are Jonathan the Husky collectively. If anybody town, knows where Jonathan the Husky is, he the, the, the actual dog mascot, a good town. boy, please let me know because I want to pet him. I, I, I owe him pets. I love dogs, Greg. Sure. I love dogs. Sure. I don't want the dog in this dogs. game. Sure. Everyone that? loves I mean, dogs. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, everyone loves it. dogs. I get it. Everyone knows the line's too high. It's too high. It's too high. Kimpom makes it six, open six, seven and a half now. UConn's going to smash him, though. That, that's my, my feeling, my gut feeling. San Diego State, you got to have luck to win in the tournament. They've had a lot of luck. Chris Felica, the bear, 
only team ever, you guys might have mentioned this, to win by one point exactly, Elite Eight and Final Four. There's some luck to that. Nobody wanted to see San Diego State in this tournament, in this championship game. Got to roll with the punches. Kind of, do you want to see them in the championship game? No, I mean, I have a future on both sides, Jim, to be clear. Everyone out there, I'm a very good sports better. I have futures on both sides. <laughs> short, 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 short. Both sides. Short. But I wanted to see FAU. We're an FAU organization at heart. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, owls come out. Owls come out at night, and it is almost night here in Houston, Texas. So I feel like we can be obligated to say we are owls. But the owls are not here. It is what it is. Let me ask you guys this, because I was walking through the tunnels of NRG. Is it stadium? Is it NRG Arena? It's stadium. NRG stadium. stadium. NRG stadium. The bowels. I'm, I'm the bowels of NRG. The bowels through the understudy of NRG Stadium last night with the one and only Rob Doster, who is insufferable, by the way. I don't know how much you guys have been exposed to this. I've certainly been exposed he to it. He signs our checks. He signs the checks, ladies and gentlemen. He dragged me, not the short way. He wanted me to go to the UConn locker room with him after the win last night. He dragged me through the student section, through the family section, the long way, just so he could tell everybody one more, nothing. We've done nothing yet. One more, over and over and over again. And I'm, I'm sure he was saying we the whole time. We, we the whole we, time. We, it's we, his Rob. championship. <laughs> Why do you think I'm in a Kawhi Leonard jersey? I hate <laughs> San Diego State. I cannot express that I enough. Know. The point is, I'm walking with him last night, right? And we're speculating. We're saying, what's this line going to open up as? He looks me dead in the eyes. And I don't know if it was mental warfare or what. He said, I bet it's three and a half. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, right, no, I got to step in. That is ludicrous. It was never going to be four or three and a half. FanDuel, sorry, a book that I cannot name. Redacted. Had a redacted sportsbook. Redacted. Redacted. Had a line look ahead that was UConn minus four and a half against San Diego State. And I wish I had thrown all my shekels on that one because that was never going to be the line. If UConn won by double digits again, like they did, four and a half was absurd. And so they opened six, Kai, goes up to seven and a half, eight. It's insane. What? That's, come on. What, that, that's why Rob pays us to the best bet show. He can't set lines. He knows this. The sleeper guys <laughs> yeah, yeah, know lines. Rob does why it. we're valuable. But he signs right, our sure. checks, and that's why we love Rob Douster. And we bow to Rob Do Douster. We? we don't bow to Rob Douster. No, no, we no. We tolerate. I want a raise from Rob Douster. <laughs> Pay me more money, Rob Douster. <laughs> Our producers behind the scenes, the hands are up. Trevor Dagan. Well deserved, by the way. Well deserved. Trevor Dagan. Let me ask you guys this, because I did say in response to Rob when he posed this to me, three and a half. First of all, I scoffed at him as the scholar that I should. But I said, look, whatever the line is, I'm looking at the alternate line. That's yes. my play here. Give me plus money in any form I can get it with UConn. Matt, what's the number? What's the highest number Hold you on. would go, UConn? Don't even listen to Matt. I, I'm going to tell you <laughs> what Matt should know before he figures it out on his phone. Do you know what UConn is against non-Big East opponents against the spread this year? It's huge. They're 16-0, Greg. That's yeah, huge. 16-0. They have not lost can a we single get a, game. Can we get a margin on that? Because I feel like the margin's got to be like 15-plus. I can't, I can't do the mental Make map. Make the margin, Kai. I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to try to find it. Guys, me on it. I think they had one push against Buffalo on the closing line oh, because everyone bet UConn. But this team, since PK-85, which Kai was at in person, Boots on the ground. Well, not everyone. Boots a lot ground. of people thought this was the best team in the country. Kai, you made that case to us. Yes. You got me to bet them to win the or to make the final four, 18 to one. Thank you, wow. my guy. You're welcome. But man, <laughs> I don't know why you would go against this team right now. 16 and 0. 
against non-Big East opponents, and Dan Hurley has said it. The first time you see us, what do you do? We have too many options. We defend, we rebound, and we have a lot of different choices offensively. They're still adding things to their playbook. Greg, the, the last play of the first half in the Final Four was a new add to the playbook. They got a yeah. wide open three for Caravan. They have been terrific. I don't know what you do with this team with 48 hours of prep. I am a UConn guy through and through. I got the, I got the margins, guys. Before you do that, please. Against non-conference competition, courtesy of team rankings, UConn, 16-0 against the spread. Average margin of victory, 24.7. Average cover margin, 11.9. Cover margin, 11. Get out of here. Cover margin, 11. Get out of here. There's a reason our friends on Bet Rivers do not wisely do not have the margin of victory prop up because they know they know better. Really? They know better. I mean, that's absurd. Be so, be okay, let's, let's play yeah. live. Let's Who am I putting all my money on? UConn. to the weave. UConn. San Diego State. <laughs> oh, you want me to lose all my money? Yeah. Uh, right I, want you broke, I want you broke, Jeff. I want you broke. I want you broke. Great, thank you. So, <laughs> all right, we, we just, yeah, me. okay, so you, take you a deep breath, up. sir. Go away. We don't want to see your ugly face, Rob Dawson. No, it's a great face. A beautiful face, Rob. <laughs> Give me more money. Give me more money. So let's play, let's play lines maker, right? Okay. I just alluded Rob's a horrible lines maker. I said I'll take whatever number I can get. Let's play lines maker. I don't care what our friends no, no. at Bet Rivers have. That's idiot. I got it. What is the highest number you would bet UConn at and feel comfortable? All right. At Bet Rivers, UConn minus 14 and a half is as high as you can go. Plus 235. Are you taking that? What would you take? Yeah. Well, yeah. Forget the numbers. Forget Bet Rivers. What is the What is the highest number you would take? Ten and a half. Alternative line. Okay. For me, it's 12 and a half. I think this team wins by double digits. They keep doing it. They've done it in every game this tournament. I would have to get 12 and a half to bet San Diego State. Wait, wait, wait. Let's give at least some... Well, some love, okay. Just, All right. just, just a modicum of love here. Do we have to? No, 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 just, we do. Obligation, we do. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, I hate Rob. Well, we all do. We love Rob. <laughs> San Diego State's bricks were so bricky last night. Their offensive rebounding was aided by how badly they missed, they missed those shots. I, I worry there's just like this complete brick fest repeat. And it turns like this, you know, mucky type of thing. And, you know, you look at the score five minutes ago, and San Jose State's down seven, five, six. And it's like, what? It makes no sense. But that's kind of weird. And it's where they found out. That's what we found out last night. It's FAU. The better team lost. But the worst team that mucked it up better Matt, failed. How, how many boards do they need to get? There's some deja vu vibes yeah. I'm getting. I'm I, agree I'm getting. I agree with that. I agree. It's mucky. It's how mucky. many rebounds do they need to get, Matt, to be competitive against this UConn team? Like, they do they need to 40% dominate? 40% of their own misses. 40%. 40%. They got 32% against FAU. It actually was kind of low. It's just they got, like, they had nine and four like minutes. Nine and four minutes. Nine and four minutes against FAU. I yeah, mean, it was the Jet Howard school of free throw box outs. Right. It is All right. What are you bring, bring up Michigan again? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to make it all about me. <laughs> where, is he, where is he at now? Uh, yeah, no comment. Wait, no can we talk total? Now. Please. Because this opened at one very sharp sports book. I've, I've learned my lesson. I don't say the name. 129 no, and a half. Always, it's always Bet Rivers. It's always <laughs> Bet Rivers. Well, Bet Rivers. Okay. It's always Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers. I saw a 129 and a half opener. It is up to like 133 in yeah. some places. A lot of people think there's going to be points, points, points. I like over two. I like over. So in two straight games, 
The UConn defense has held the number one offense in the country, Gonzaga, to 54 points and the number five offense in the country, Miami, to 59. Both of those are their season low totals. Matt, tell me why I should not be on the under here. Because my grandfather, Jim Laranega, told me, he told me directly, look me in the eye Jim, in the Jim. conference. He goes, between the lines, what he said was, you guys are both there. He was like more of a, we did not play well, not a UConn suffocated us. He was grumpy. He was grumpy. Buy. Yeah, which he was grumpy. I don't know all the way by. I think there's avenues to score against this defense, as we saw throughout Big East play, right? We did. I think the over gets there in a garbage fashion. 20-point deficit. deficit kind of, oh, game opens up. Ugh. Get some cardio in. Last 10, 15, but whatever. The over gets there in a scummy, mucky type of way. Oh, isn't that gross, though? Do we like that? I don't like the San Diego States in this championship. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross any way you slice it. I, I think San Diego State has a really hard time scoring. A really hard time scoring. Yeah. They're not hitting 50% of the threes this game. Oh, my God. But against what UConn Matador defense when they're up 20 with five to play, Tremel and Butler just layups, layups, layups. And, right? and they have, matter. they have, matter. to be fair to San Diego State, they have come back. Yeah. Multiple have. games where yep. I'm like, if you can't score 10 yeah. points, you're buried. Right. But yeah. they have figured out a way to come back in multiple different games in this tournament. So, yeah. Kai, is that like give you any comfort that San Diego State can compete here? What do you think? Well, I, I, I take the over, yeah. Well, yes, we said the line's too high, obviously, but no, if UConn plays their game, the only team that can beat UConn is UConn. I have said that for years. It's a great soundbite. Cue it up. The only team that can beat UConn is UConn. Back to you, Greg. <laughs> let's talk player props. Yeah, can we do let's quick get, player props? Let's, let's, let's talk player props. Let's, get let's talk player props. Yeah, talk, what do you like? What do you like? Fatty Matty Bradley. D Fatty Matty Daddy Bradley. Fatty Matty, my daddy Bradley. Our friends at Bet Rivers, our dearest friends, Greg. 13 and a half is the number, your thoughts. Had 21 last night, had what, nothing and nothing to two before that? I don't think there's any way San Diego State is in this game unless he exceeds that number. My problem is I don't think they're in this game. So what do I do with that? Like, can I can again, I pitch I you on a player prop? There's Please. garbage points to be had. There's garbage sure. points to be had. That's sure. my take. All right. sure. I'm gonna pitch Greg on a player prop. Ty, you can you can give your opinion too, I guess. Okay, thanks. So San Diego State is a big time keep you on the perimeter team. They want you to shoot jumpers. Alabama took 27 threes, Creighton took 17. They just didn't make any. I think we will see three point attempts tonight or tomorrow, excuse me, from UConn. I like Eric's, Alex Caravan over one and a half. It's plus money on Bet Rivers, I think plus 132. Wow. He took six the last two games. He was two for six in both games. I think he's going to be there. That's an option. They're going to double on Sonogo. You have to take care of him. Hawkins is going to be healthier. you got to figure out what you're doing on, on screens on him. Caravan becomes the guy you forget about. So over one and a half plus money, what do you think, Greg? Am I, I like that you? number. I like that number significantly more than I like a Matt Bradley number. But I would have, honestly, I feel like I'm going to take any UConn player over right now. And I, I, I feel like I'm hating on the jersey I'm wearing. I don't mean to. My favorite... <laughs> Kawhi's not watching. I don't he's, think. he's not here. Listen, like, we did this in a different segment, but, like, if we're being honest, isn't there only one San Diego State player in this game that's in the starting five for UConn? Maybe. It's Matt Bradley. Is that Matt Bradley? Maybe. Like, are we, are we, are we disrespecting starting? Lamont Butler, I the think man, it's zero. The game winner? You think zero? I, I think it's zero. You think it's zero. Yeah. And, like, and, and UConn's the deeper team, too. So, like, if we yeah. think they have more talent and more depth, 
I struggle to see where this happens, unless... Can I ask Kai to make uh, an argument, please. Kai? I want you to say you are the biggest San Diego State fan that lives. I need you to make a case for this game because we have, we have, we've made our opinions clear. We're, we're UConn guys. Right. Tell me why a San Diego State fan would say you guys are dumb. Dunk on us. Dunk on us. All right, I'll do it in a San Diego accent, too. Hey, forget about it. San Diego State Aztecs. <laughs> Ian Dutcher, better coach than Dan Hurley. Ooh. I'm a San Diego State fan in this scenario. Whoa. That's true. Lamont Butler, the clutchest player in the tournament. The guy, all-time leading scorer in his high school. Who else went to his high school, guys? Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. Lamont Potato Butler. Reg? True, true story. That's crazy. That's a true story. That's toughest crazy. team in the tournament. We just beat Alabama. You kidding me? UConn? Yeah. UConn beat Alabama too. Doesn't matter. I didn't know that. I'm a San Diego State bandwagon fan. <laughs> Physical, strong, tough, can come back from anything. San Diego State wins outright. Aztecs, baby. I, I mean, like this. I think we now have Kai on camera <laughs> pitching both sides really hard. <laughs> so we got to pull both clips. I love it, Kai. We got you. Kai put the microphone as far as he possibly could and said, I don't believe that. It is what it is. I'm just reporting what I see here live from Houston, Texas. There you have it, folks. Uh, final question, and then we'll wrap the show. We're all betters. We've been here before, right? This is not our first rodeo to make some bets in the national championship game. Does it not terrify you that we're at a consensus here? That's a bit, like the scariest thing about betting UConn in this game is that all four of us are like no-brainer UConn, right? We've been tracking, uh, not officially, unofficially tracking anti-consensus we best bets all season. 65, 70% clip. Oh, Kai, what's the ROI? It's like 20%. This is 100% false. What, what spreadsheet <laughs> do you have that I don't have access to? What? When the weave agrees and the, the mobsters, our beloved mobsters disagree, the mobsters always win. The pitchforks always prevail. That's my concern. That's my concern. It's a terrifying concern. A Jim, I mean, are you worried? I, I'm a little worried. I think the heavy public came in. Like we said, six to eight in some places. Very heavy bet up. But I still ride with it. you got to trust your own handicap, Greg. I think UConn is going to dominate. I trust thought that one. even before the semifinal game, I thought no matter who gets through, and I love FAU, my owls, I'm so sorry. But no matter who got through, I was like, this is going to be UConn's coronation and that's where i land I, I know aztecs watching are probably mad at that but that has been my opinion the whole way and i gotta stick by it aztecs i stand with you for the record oh, do you Kawhi? my pockets don't but i do uh kai final answer are you worried about the consensus just because everyone seems to be on a bet does not make it a good bet excuse me does not make it a bad bet <laughs> it makes it an awesome Take two. bet just because everyone's on the same side doesn't mean it's bad. Never believe sports books, splits, or money, ever. You heard it here first. Yes, sir. The three-man weave. Uh, for everybody that came on the show today, we had a bunch of faces in. We had Rodney Terry. We had Jerome Tang. We had Tyler Hansbro. Right now, we have the three-man weave. Jim Root, Matt Cox, Kai McEwen. Roughly My equal name is Greg Waddell. importance, right? Very equal. Very equal. 
Uh, especially when I do hit UConn minus eight tomorrow, <laughs> you will be much more important to me than everybody I just mentioned. Uh, for Trevor Valise, for Dagan Hughes behind the scenes, for Jeff Goodman, for Rob Doster, for everybody here at the Field of 68, we thank you so much for watching us all week long. This is a marathon, not a sprint. And tomorrow night, we get a national championship game between the UConn Huskies and the San Diego State Aztecs. We will be there live to cover it for you in person. Stay tuned here on the Field of 68. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you tomorrow.